Welcome back to the Lawali Life podcast. I hope you're all doing as well as you can in either self-isolation or isolation with your loved ones. I know it can be taxing, so I'm going to be here to bring you some of the most inspiring people I know and content over the next few weeks to help keep you grounded, stress-free, and inspired and motivated during this very strange time. For those of you that haven't tuned in already, I'm Alice Law and I'm your host and founder of Lawali Life, which is my coaching practice I've set up to help stress professionals and entrepreneurs to manage, get rid of and decrease stress whilst improving their personal professional performance. This podcast is based purely around stress and loss, which is pretty apt at this time, and it is a mixture of conversations with amazing leaders in their fields from top CEOs, neuroscientists, other coaches and practitioners, spiritual thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and more guiding you through the greatest stress and losses they've personally had to overcome, how they did it, and tips on how to get you back through yours. Today we have the amazing Sarah Morrell, who is the co-founder of the award-winning organic and natural skincare brand by Sarah London. The brand itself was born from the amazing story of one of life's greatest challenges of cancer being thrown at her sister Lauren, also co-founder of the brand, to Sarah wanting to make skincare that would be beneficial to her at the time. It's now an amazing brand that's actually good for consumers, and I'm personally obsessed with it. And I think the brand story and ethos behind it is even more relevant than ever and more relatable because it's all about how we can really turn life's greatest trials into a triumph. And I think that's a message we all need to be reminded of now. So I hope you enjoy. Amazing. So today I'm so excited. I have Sarah Morell from the organic, natural, plant-based skincare company by Sarah London. She's the co-founder with her sister Lauren and it's such an amazing brand. I use it myself and I'm so excited to get you on the show today and talk about your story. So thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. No, it's so great. I, I really, really love your brand. As you know, I've been hooked ever since I did a workshop for you guys and started using the brand because mm. of my family friend Florence and I just I love it I literally tell everyone to use it as much as possible because I think it's so thank great. you well, your skin looks beautiful <laughs> absolutely glowing that's all down to you guys so. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have an amazing brand story which I'm gonna ask you to share with people and it really is like one of those touching things of a trial turning into such an incredible brand and journey for you guys so what was the sort of starting point for your journey with By Sarah? Yeah, it's a great question. And and as you say, we do have a very personal story to how By Sarah London came to be. Um, but if I go right back to the beginning, I think I was always one of those um, women that were very much drawn to the beauty industry. So even as a child, I can remember birthday parties where I'm making lip balms or playing with my mum's makeup. And I just had this affinity towards the industry. Um, and over the years, developed a hobby of making skincare. So I would start to create an experiment with my own blends. But there was a real turning point, which was uh, my sister's journey. So my younger sister, Lauren, who is my co-founder and business partner today, which is amazing. But uh, nearly eight years ago now, Lauren was diagnosed with an aggressive form of leukemia. And at the time, her skin really started to change. It became incredibly fragile, very sensitive. And there was really nothing that I was satisfied with that I felt would be suitable for her skin. So this hobby that I once had suddenly <laughs> became my passion. And it really led me to develop plant-based skincare blends 
to help soothe and restore Lauren's skin. And what we started to see was that there really was quite a transformative effect in using plant-based ingredients as an alternative to the very mainstream synthetic-laden skincare products. So Lauren's story really was my catalyst moment. And as I say, I started to develop these beautiful skincare blends and many people in turn started to ask for what I was creating for Lauren. So friends initially, family members all started to ask for what I was creating. And then fast forward to November 2017, and then Lauren and I decided to launch by Sarah London together. So bringing these blends that I had initially developed to help Lauren's sensitive skin into the market for more people to enjoy. And we've had quite an amazing two, just over two years. We've won numerous industry awards. Our facial oil is one of our best-selling products loved by so many of our customers. Yeah, that's my favorite. And... (laughs) And I think what, you know, what has really resonated with many of our customers is we have a very transparent and authentic approach to skincare. So we're actually one of the first UK skincare brands to detail a full ingredient list on the front label. So you really know exactly what you're putting on your skin. You have that sense of empowerment and control and finally knowing what you're giving your skin. Because for many years, we might have been using a moisturizer in the morning quite mindlessly, not really knowing what was in it, not really knowing why we're using it. We're just putting it on our skin as that's what the industry has sort of recommended we do. Um, But we really wanted to bring quite a fresh approach to skincare and to really empower you in the knowledge that you know exactly what you're giving your skin. And also creating beautiful skincare that's very accessible. So we have a very universal brand, certainly in terms of our branding and our positioning and making our products not only relevant to women, but also men. So we don't use any fragrance. We don't blend with essential oils, which has also made our skincare very appealing for our male customers, but particularly well suited to sensitive skins. So skins that might have been problematic over the years, whether that be hypersensitivities, acne, rosacea, or you might've been coming through the other side of treatment and you're looking for something that's incredibly efficacious, but gentle enough. It's not gonna dry your skin or affect your skin's natural protective barrier. So we've had a really amazing start, but it has always very much been a very mindful approach to skincare. And I think that's why I'm so excited to be here with you today, Alice, because you know we do adopt a very mindful approach to living and skincare is very holistic for us. Yeah, and I love that about your brand. I'm definitely going to touch on that more later because I think it's so true to develop a mindful routine as part of your skincare routine, which is a part of everyone's daily routine. It's putting those little things into practice and turning, essentially, it's like you know brushing your teeth, putting your moisturizer on, not moisturizer in this case, but putting on your face oil, whatever it is, and turning that into a mindfulness exercise is something people can really implement. So I'm definitely going to talk to you more about that later. But so in terms of obviously your story with Lauren was coming from such a, an extreme situation of, you know, her battling through leukemia and that turning into your brand. Was that, would you say that's the greatest stress or loss you've had to overcome or is there something else as well? What was your greatest stress or loss for you? I think, I think it has been, yes. I think uh, as 
her only and older sister. We're incredibly close. They're just under two years between us. We always grew up playing together. I mean, we would play shops together. So it's quite funny now that, you know, we can we can really be working together as sisters. Um, but it was, uh, it did certainly have a very profound effect, effect in my life at that time. Uh, and due to the very aggressive nature of the cancer, it actually meant that overnight, Lauren was admitted into hospital and started treatment straight away. So it was a case of, uh, it really flipped our world upside down overnight. Mm. Um, Lauren went into quarantine for six weeks at a time where during those six weeks, she couldn't leave her hospital room. So she was uh, isolated in a very, very small space um, and had to undergo rounds of chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and then eventually uh, I myself was her stem cell donor. Um, and really that you know, was a very, very long process. And during that time, it can feel an almost very surreal experience because you suddenly are living quite a different life to the other people around you who are going about their day to day in a very normal way. And of course, your world changes. And as Lauren's sister, I really, uh, really wanted to be there with her every step of the way. So I would um, be with her every day at the hospital. I was still working full time, but I would spend time with Lauren in the evenings. In some cases, I'd be sleeping on the hospital floor. Um, we'd cut her hair together because she lost all her hair. Um, we actually ended up donating her hair to a charity. Um, and really, I think through that process, it allowed me to better tap into my own intuition. And I think that's where I really started to grasp the concept of being in the present, of living more mindfully and being extremely grateful for what you have. Um, and even today, our approach at by Sarah is very much taking the time, as you were saying, of a morning to think about your, sky, your skincare as a very mindful practice. And for me, it's always, almost a form of meditation. When I'm taking the time to massage the facial into my skin, I'm taking that time to really appreciate the provenance of those beautiful organic ingredients, how they're nurturing my skin. That's that sort of that element of touch and really taking the time to be much more aware and mindful of what I'm giving my body. Yeah, I mean, that is a, um, it is a meditation in itself. I think that's what's so funny is that people think that meditating has to be, um, you know, like Yoda on top of a mountain, yes. nothing coming into yes. your mind. And there are so many different types and that doing, you know, that facial massage, being mindfully actually completely present in that moment is a form of meditation. So it's so cool that you can bring that, as you said, into, into skincare. So with, for example, the experience you had from such a life-turning event, how would, how, what was your best way of coping during that time? You said you, you suddenly got tuned into gratitude, and I, I truly believe that. I think from my own experience of my first large life-turning event was when my own sister got cancer, and you suddenly appreciate things in a completely different way. And it's, it's very ironic, isn't it? That we takes these kind of things sometimes mm. to make us realize how important even the small things in life are. So what was your best sort of coping ways of coping at that time for yeah. such a stressful time? I, I think certainly for me, it was being able to turn to what at the time was just a hobby and really then turning to plant-based skincare and formulating and really better understanding the powers of plant-based ingredients to enhance our overall 
overall well-being that became my outlet and my focus and I think when you're in a hospital environment where people aren't well and you can see how at that point the body is so fragile and we really do need to look after ourselves Mm. and that uh, in that environment you do see how the body changes and from someone that was incredibly strong strong strong-minded um you know running every weekend non-drinker non-smoker to actually becoming quite a different person um you see how the body really does change and how grateful as you say we should be every day to appreciate what we have and to nurture ourselves but I think really my my coping mechanism became that focus to help Lauren's skin because I could see her skin going through all these changes and at times it would really it would almost flake away like a snake you know she was shedding her skin yeah I remember my sister had that with her legs that she was showing me in hospital and I was like god it is like you say dead skin snake Snaking like a f- yes. snaking, flaking like a snake, and it's, it's shocking because you just can't understand how it gets so fragile, like you say. And it's almost like a newborn baby. That's how the skin is almost almost rebirthed, and uh, it's very uncomfortable. And and I think you know it can be really difficult as a patient in that situation to know what to start to turn to if you're if you've sort of cut through the other side and and you're then um, starting to heal and recover often what might be prescribed might be steroid based or still particularly harsh for the skin so it can be difficult to know where to turn and I think that was always what you know by Sarah's about it was just offering an alternative to what was already out there but also demonstrating that plant-based skincare can actually be more efficacious than the alternative and I think also being incredibly mindful about where those ingredients have come from and you know sustainability today is such an important topic as we all look to better recycle what we have at home or we're a bit more mindful about how we purchase certain products for the home and I think now for I mean certainly for us sustainability has always been inherent you know it was always my my benchmark for choosing and sourcing beautiful ingredients for Lauren was always looking to certified organic ingredients that were plant-based, but always looking to ingredients that would not only benefit her skin, but in turn have a positive environmental impact. And I think that again relates so much to our conversation around mindful skincare is it's one thing to take the time to really appreciate what you're giving your skin, but to also know you're having a very positive effect on them. If you sort of trace it right back to that seed growing in that beautiful soil, you know that when you choose certified organic, for example, that ingredient hasn't been sprayed with synthetic pesticides or herbicides. It's really been allowed to beautifully flourish and grow in healthy soil, which means not only healthy nutrients for your skin, but in turn, we're helping to protect the integrity of our soil so we can eat and enjoy beautiful food or enjoy beautiful skincare. So I think, you know, there's a sort of a, there's a, an, an area um, of the industry that perhaps is, is yet to be fully explored, which is, you know, how ingredients are grown and how they're sourced. And for us, that's always, always been very much an inherent part of our brand DNA and making sure that you're giving your skin the very best whilst in turn ensuring that the impact on our environment on our society is as positive as it can be yeah which is such a such a great sort of twist to the brand really isn't it because it's something everyone tries to implement into their lives more and more but if you can do it from just choosing a brand that you love it's just a win-win because it's an easy choice for the customer so 
with stress, for example, and you experienced stress and Lauren obviously experienced great stress, did you see a knock-on effect in your life after Lauren got better with how potentially maybe you could cope with stress or how you needed to maybe still calm your system down from being in such a stress state for a prolonged period of time? Because that's essentially, you were in sort of high alert on fight or flight, whether you mm-hmm. wanted to be or not for a long, long time, which is what a lot large people largely people now don't realize whether it's from some a huge event like you've had or whether it's from prolonged chronic stress at work if we're in these these states of fight and flight for too long we're not meant to be our body's not meant to be that way we're meant to be like cavemen it's turning it off and on for an immediate thing but if it's going on and on this is when stress can turn into depression or anxiety and all sorts of other complications and health issues so did you see a need for yourself to sort of try and learn how to switch it off after she got better still or what was that experience for you yeah I I think you're right and I think for so long you are in that that mindset of um you know this is a process and this is a journey that we need to get through and then and then certainly yes I think coming from a background of working in the corporate world and and working in a very demanding and fast-paced environment it it was was still working in the beauty industry but working for some very large brands and and I think perhaps not actually appreciating at that time sometimes the stress that my body and my brain was put under Um, and then yes you know I think even now if I look back I'm very very different in terms of how I manage my stress and I have a far better awareness now of how I feel and how my body feels than I ever did. And I think that came through certainly seeing how my sister's body was changing and how she had to regain her strength and her stamina. And Lauren, actually, I can remember in the hospital room, she would have a yoga mat on her floor. And even when she was hooked up to an IV, she would still take that time to try and do some yoga. And I think yoga for both of us was something that was quite new you know even eight years ago it was still quite a new concept yeah um and it suddenly became a way to actually check in with your body and to really notice where those various tensions were and suddenly you just had more awareness of even your breath and you just notice your shoulders drop and everything slows down and I think yoga um, certain forms of exercise Uh, for me meditation isn't quite in the form of an app but would be my daily skincare ritual those are small things that over time I've really taken the time to invest in um, and invest in for myself because you know I think for so long even the fitness industry would say go take a hit class or you know you'll be running on the treadmill to try and burn off all that excess energy but actually it's probably the worst thing that you could be doing well this is where people get it's a very fine line isn't it that's um exercise is amazing for stress and anxiety and all these things but if you are in an extreme state of stress like you saying which you will have been then cardio and things are the worst thing you can do because your body is already flooded with cortisol and I actually I remember after I lost my dad I I was having sort of close to like adrenal fatigue with things and Mm -hmm. one of my coach my coach who works very much like a naturopath and she's amazing and she was like you cannot do any running any cardio for the next four weeks she was like yoga and walking only Mm -hmm. and yoga as you say is an amazing thing to reconnect you to the sort of the calmness of your body instead of putting more pressure on it at times of extreme stress. 
So I think that's such a, such an interesting point. So did you just do yoga and walking at that time, would you say? Yeah, I think um, because uh, I, I suppose I started to adopt similar uh, routines as my sister did. So mm. when my sister came home, um, you know, walking sometimes in the, in the early days was even quite challenging. So just to go for a five, 10 minute walk was great just to be able to get outside. And yeah, I think, you know, I started to take more time to actually see how I could incorporate a 10 minute walk in my day so when I was in the office um, and at the time still working my corporate career it it wasn't going to be about having lunch at my desk as I would have done it was actually really encouraging myself to step away step away from my desk for even 10 minutes to go for a walk to clear my mind and actually to take that time for myself um, and those, I suppose, are sort of quick wins that I started to incorporate and sometimes perhaps without knowing. Uh, but just I, I think coming through that that journey, you really do start to appreciate life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you appreciate how how special it really is and how fragile we all are and how we particularly in a city like London, we all run at such an incredible pace. I think the demands on our bodies are intense. Um, And I think sometimes we forget to even be kind to ourselves and just taking that time to slow down, to pause, to connect, to even connect with others, taking that time to have a short conversation with someone on the bus. It makes you feel good. I know, that's why it's so funny in London because people get so um, so weird, weirded out by sort of a stranger starting to talk to them on the tube or the bus and Londoners are so, you know, head down, yes. carry on, look straight yes. forward. <laughs> and it's almost as someone kindly comes up to you or starts a conversation, you're like, taken aback. Oh my, it just shouldn't be the case because as you say... Having five minutes of connection with a stranger that day, you know, smiling at someone who's made you your coffee, having a quick conversation, all these things add up. And in terms of your body, kindness has the opposite reaction to stress in your physiology. So that little exchange can do wonders for both people. Absolutely. And as you say, I think sometimes city living, we, we tend to forget that we're, you know, human beings that, that crave that interaction and that social connection. And I know now there are moments where I think, you know, what's super exciting now about being able to run by Sarah together with my sister is we have a wonderful community of customers. And Lauren and I are very visible as founders. We love the interaction with our customers. And every day we are approached about, you know, various different skincare questions or um you know, questions perhaps about being a little bit more mindful about choosing the right skincare products. But that that connection with our customers is something that is very, very exciting for us as a brand. And I think it's actually quite rare to uh, to be able to speak to the founder of a skincare brand. To You know, skincare is incredibly personal and it can really affect our confidence. It can really affect our self-esteem. And when you feel great in your skin, you really feel great about yourself. And I think a lot of our customers have felt um, a, a real sense of empowerment, not only through choosing products that whereby they know what they're putting on their skin, but also our collection is incredibly curated. We have a very... Um, we have consciously curated a certain number of products within our collection so you don't feel overwhelmed because I think that's another thing you can just end up with so many products in our bathrooms and we just wanted to help people free themselves from the excess and to create both that physical and that emotional space 
to enjoy skincare as as really quite a lovely ritual morning and night where you're not overwhelmed with the number of products you're not overwhelmed with the ingredients inside a product but you really really can take that time to connect with your skin i think that's such a good point because when you're stressed you are meant to we tend to you know over exert ourselves and when we really need to simplify so if you can simplify even something as simple as your skin routine and make give yourself less choice that's unneeded you know we don't need a choice between 17 moisturizers that morning absolutely not (laughs) just simplify it and know this is this i'm gonna put this on my face morning and night and done that takes that excess stress in the day itself i love that So you mentioned mindful routine there. What does mindfulness mean to you? I think it's really about being in the present moment, just taking that time to connect with whatever it is that you might be doing um, and just being really aware of what you're doing in that moment. I think we're so distracted sometimes by our phone is one thing, you know, (laughs) that, that, that device that's attached to the palm of our hand. We are constantly surrounded by stimulus that will distract us and it's really easy I think to be doing so many things at once that actually we lose sight of the one thing we're meant to be doing and I think that's something that I've started to really try to do much more of over the last few months is actually before I go to bed I put my mobile phone outside of my bedroom because it is it is so tempting to have it on your bedside and you just want to have a quick check before you go to bed or it's perhaps the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning is you go to your phone and I think it's really it's it's quite now life-changing to switch up that pattern that's a very very small pattern um, but that behavioral change of actually wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is you wake up slowly have a glass of water or a hot glass of water and just start your day a little bit more slowly before launching into checking emails or checking social media yeah 100 percent. i mean the um with our with our phones as alarms it's the whole thing of um if you are actually checking your phone as your alarm immediately or if you say if you don't have your phone on airplane mode with your alarm so that your, all your messages flash up as your immediate thing then you immediately put your brain into reactive mode and so you're more likely to actually respond to stress in a negative way throughout the day and morning routine is something I always tell clients to do of just starting the day, like you say, with 10 minutes for your mind, 10 minutes for yourself, whatever it is. Everyone has 10 or 5 minutes. Even that makes a difference to start something with breathing, a meditation, calmly drinking a drink, stretching, whatever these little things you can implement are that are not you reacting to the world, but you responding to yourself to then set you up for the day. I love that. And it's mindfulness, like you say. (laughs) So how do you incorporate mindfulness into your brand? You have a routine you do with your skin. So would you say you mindfully do your facial routine in terms of, is there a certain massage you use? How do you you incorporate mindfulness into it? Well, I think it's, there are, you know, a number of angles and and some we've touched on already about, um, you know, the very, the very uh, notion of of knowing what you're giving your skin is, is a mindful experience because you have that connection to the ingredients and through connection with your skin. But I think for us, it is also about uh, taking the time to actually touch the skin, connect with the skin. I think sometimes we're so fearful of actually touching our own skin. We just pop on the product, as I was saying, quite mindlessly. Um, so for me, one, you know, my my morning routine is 
uh, about enjoying that moment of applying skincare and yes, incorporating facial massage technique. Facial massage technique is something that is also incredibly important for the health of our skin because is it? Yeah. it is. And it's something I think is, is perhaps forgotten sometimes. If we think about all the muscles in our body, when we're, whether we're going for a walk or we're at the gym or we're even on a yoga mat, we're working so many muscles in our body, but we forget we've got so many muscles in our face. And when we take the time, and, and it really can be through the um, using fingertips, using your hands, you can incorporate facial massage technique to take the time to really apply those products into the skin. And facial massage is, is important for a number of reasons. It's, it's great at stimulating blood flow, so you're encouraging healthy blood cells, blood cells to come to the skin surface. Um, you're encouraging lymphatic drainage, again, which is incredibly important. But there's also something really wonderfully therapeutic about embracing that sense of massage. And it's free. It's something you can do morning and night that is, you know, is a really enjoyable experience. So how would you say people should do it for? Really depends. So of an evening, I can spend anywhere between five to 10 minutes and I will take time to focus on different areas. So I might start focusing on the neck with gentle sweeping motions. I find that sometimes we can hold quite a lot of tension in the jaw and even underneath the cheekbones. So I'll take a bit of time to really massage deeply into the jawline. And then even working around the eye area, taking that time just to gently massage around the eyes, working up into the forehead, into the hairline. And even at work, this is something you can do. I think sometimes we can hold so much tension in our forehead if we're looking at a computer screen or we're looking at our phone. If you're sat at your desk and you find that perhaps you're holding a little bit too much tension, just close your eyes, take three deep breaths and just gently take your fingertips and just gently massage, just gently tickling into the forehead will really help just to calm you, but it'll also just help to start to really relieve any of that tension and that stress. I think it's really funny you say, um, as in funny, interesting, you say the jaw, like massage into there, because that's one of the immediate places where if people are stressed at their desk and they're writing a stressful email, they're doing something, if they take a moment to notice their body, their shoulders will be up by their ears and they probably won't have breathed for the last five minutes properly, but they also, their jaw will most likely be locked and be quite, you know, underneath itself. So to just relieve that yourself in the evening in a nice way, I think it's such a such a good point it's a nice thing for people to do so stress and skin for example do you see stress cause some skin issues in your own experience how has that sort of played out as part of your own journey or things you've personally seen from clients etc yeah absolutely I think you know skincare is holistic um you know I always say you could have the most amazing skincare but if you're perhaps neglecting your health in any other way whether that's through lack of exercise or 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 lack of the right types of food um then you won't achieve the same results um and certainly I think um for both men and women any hormonal changes will affect the skin and what we've noticed is that particularly women that start to move into their 30s and even into their 40s can start to develop hormonal acne and that becomes um you know quite a a can be quite a new challenge for some women who perhaps have have enjoyed you know wonderfully flawless skin for many years but of course hormones do do impact our skin and how we feel and so 
the best advice that we always try to give is to be very aware of your lifestyle as a whole. Mm. So it's not only about the products that you're using and of course being very aware of what you're giving your skin. So if you do have sensitive skin, for example, trying not to overlayer the skin with too many products, avoiding products that might have fragrance or essential oils, and just being very mindful of the products that you're selecting for your day-to-day skincare. But also looking at environmental factors, you know, what sort of stresses are playing out in your life at that time? Uh, What food choices are you making? There can be some food intolerances that start at a later age, even in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. And that, again, can trigger a reaction in the skin. So it is very holistic. And you know, you do find that when you are able to identify these triggers, you are able to see improvements in your skin. And I think acne and rosacea are perhaps two skin uh, skin types, which are sometimes the most problematic because they are very much linked to what is going on internally and externally. Yeah, so I think it's it's so interesting, like you say, to look at it as a whole because. I think people, we all forget the skin is the largest organ we have. So what you're putting on it is constantly absorbing from the environment, pollution in the air, and also the actual products you're putting on. So if you're walking around London all day in the pollution, and then you're putting chemical crap on your skin as well, (laughs) your body is literally under unnecessary stress trying to get rid of all these toxins. I mean, what would you say then in that sense of, organic and natural ingredients they you know they are proven to have a calming effect on the mm. body probably mm. because like you say it's you know that's an added stress or you know your body's trying to filter out all these toxins which your brand is amazing because it's just natural and doesn't have to process the extra mm. thing so do you think that there's a lot of stress that would occur in the body of itself if it was having to filter out unneeded toxins oh absolutely absolutely and i think um if we take the organic facial within our collection as an example this is a product that you know as i say we have a full ingredient list on the front label you'll also see therefore that it hasn't been diluted with water with preservatives with unnecessary emulsifiers so 100 of the contents inside are there to promote the health of your skin and that's what it's about spice Sarah is about promoting the health of your skin over the long term with very beautiful efficacious ingredients and I think if your body is having to as you say filter out environmental pollutants uh, perhaps some of the foods we're eating you know sugars for example if it's having to work so hard already then the best thing you can do is choose great skincare because there are there are undoubtedly going to be products on the market that will have questionable ingredients Um, and there will be some that won't perhaps be best suited to the health of your skin and I think that's where by Sarah is really you know trying to uh, disrupt the industry and shift the conversation towards much more of a mindful approach but also a focus on the health of your skin and the health of your skin being maintained through beautiful ingredients that as I say are not diluted with water or unnecessary preservatives and again also looking to this the supply chain and the sourcing of those ingredients because in choosing organic as an example as I was saying not only benefits your skin in terms of nutrient content but has a positive environmental impact and it you know it really goes all the way back and our collection is also certified cruelty free well registered with the vegan society and 
Those are small changes that I think we can all incorporate, no matter what product we're using in our day to day to help us feel great about ourselves. Yeah, I think that's it's so true. I also, it's interesting how you say products that aren't diluted, because I think that's one of the great realizations I had with your face oil, for example. I've used face oils before, and when you say, obviously, use it morning and night, as if you had a moisturizer, and even friends I've recommended it to, their first initial like resistance to it has been like, oh, I can't use a face oil twice a day, it's too oily for my skin. But when an oil like yours is made so naturally without all these other dilutions, it just absorbs into your skin in a completely different way and really clears up all spots or anything and I just find it that I find that really interesting it's a great point that's one of my tips actually if if you put an oil onto the back of your hand if it sinks into the into the skin really quickly so it permeates the skin you know that it's a very beautiful and high quality content oil and the reason will be because the molecular structure of those beautiful plant-based oils will resemble our own skin cell structure. Ah. So they're readily absorbed, they're recognised, they're not seen as alien. So uh, an oil that really should be avoided by all skin types, but particularly oily, oily skins, is mineral oil. That will just leave a really greasy residue and almost like cling film that will leave a layer on the skin. So when you're popping an oil on the back of your hand, if it sinks in really beautifully, you know it's a high quality, beautiful oil blend. If it leaves any greasy or sticky residue, there's going to be something in there that isn't quite right. That's such an interesting tip and also just so easy for people to realise too. Because that is what happens with the oral oil, it just you know you put it all on and then you think oh that's not going to go in for a while and it just goes and then you're like oh yes. great done yes. <laughs> it's, it's great so and a slight tangent on the end which I always ask everyone what does you know mindfulness we've touched on and I'm a very big believer in sort of like mental emotional physical and spiritual health in a holistic mm-hmm. sense so what does spirituality mean to you personally as we know it means something different to everyone and yeah what does it personally mean to you I think for me, it's been about a a better connection with the self. And I think through the journey that I've been on with my sister, I've certainly developed more of a a deeper sense of connection to my own intuition. Um, I think in, you know, I have always been quite an intuitive person, but I think over the years, I've really tapped into that. And I found that through better understanding my own sense of self and my own sense of how I feel, the energy that I'm giving off, I'm connecting now in a much more meaningful way and certainly find that those that are in my orbit are those that really respond to my own value sets, that are those that are really aligned with what I believe in. And I think for me that 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 is spirituality. That is about really understanding the self, the energy that you give out and those that then come into your space. Yeah, I, I truly believe that. I think it's um, it's funny you say that because a lot of people who I've had on, in whatever way, they've answered, you know, that it's about a greater connection to yourself and, and you know, something else I always say as well. And that's understanding yourself on that deeper level. It doesn't have to always be you know, people looking at spirituality as this sort of outside, it's not a religious thing, is it? It's about mm. a deeper connection to mm. yourself or something greater. And um, I think, as you say, bringing that experience into your orbit is what's really interesting, becoming more aware of your intuition. 
Um, would you say then, for your own intuition, when did you realise that you really tapped into it and what the difference was between now and then? I think I think it's it was really at the very beginning of launching by Sarah. I think, you know, prior to that, living in my, my corporate existence, uh, perhaps sometime was quite robotic. You know, yeah. I was in a, you know, working for a very, very large company um, with a lot of people and um, performing a role. Um, whereas, you know, where we are today, um, I mean, what's fantastic is, you know, there is so much variety to buy Sarah and we are meeting so many wonderful people every day. And I think it's, it really was a turning point for me on a personal level to feel much more connected to my own sense of purpose. You know, I truly believe that, um, you know, that, that we, we all have deep down a sense of purpose. There is something inside of us that really ignites us. And for me, it's, there is no greater gift than being able to run by Sarah together with my sister, but to, to be able to bring to so many more people now the blends that I once initially developed for my sister. And I think, you know, it, as I say, it really was a turning point when we launched by Sarah that I started to feel such a deep connection to my intuition. Um, and really now, uh, you know, and, and, and feeling incredibly grateful for every day, really expressing that gratitude. I think Lauren and I both feel incredibly blessed and grateful to have the opportunity that we have together you know we don't take a day for granted um and we are just very very excited about the future would you say that by sarah as a brand is your sort of greatest thing you've acted upon on intuition that's gone the right way i think so yeah i think you know it's it it came from such a personal place um you know never could we have imagined when Lauren first set foot into that hospital room and that journey began, that we'd be where we are today. You know, it was really, you know, you, you, I wouldn't have believed you if you had said. Um, and I think, you know, it, 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 perhaps because the brand was born out of an initial frustration that I had at the time with the marketplace not being able to deliver what I was looking for, it really fueled and ignited something inside of me that perhaps I wasn't there prior. And now having the opportunity that we have today to manifest these, these, you know, these uh, creations that were once, as I say, initially for Lauren, I think, yeah, has certainly been one of the, you know, the proudest things that, that I've certainly done. And, and I just feel that we, through the community that we're building with our customers, our amazing supporters, that, um, you know, by Sarah is is has a very special place um among our 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 community of customers as well yeah i mean it is such a great brand i really i really really love it can't can't say speak highly more highly of it thank you alice (laughs) so to finish what's one intention or mantra that you try to live into daily that inspires you or keeps you on track yeah there's one that lauren actually taught me when she was um, going through treatment which is live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. And I think that is such a powerful expression because when things are really low and you're going through your darkest days, just trust that it is happening for a reason. And it might be teaching you something, it might be guiding you somewhere, but if you can listen to it, if you can almost surrender to it in that moment, 
I think it, it can really be a positive thing and that live life is everything is rigged in your favor is something that guides me every day I love that it's such a such a good intention and I think it's so true as you say to think of these things at the time it can be such an incredible incredible trauma to then have it turn into its own blessing and its own own experience Mm -hmm. which is now an amazing brand for you for example and I mean I started all this work from self sort of healing my own my own trying to learn how to deal with stress and grief and all these things from my own family experiences, but it's now turned into a brand and everything that I love so much. So I think, as you say, sometimes these these real life lessons or real sideways kicks can turn into something a lot greater at the end than you expect. So I like that. Everything rigged for your favour. It's a very nice intention. Well, thank you so much for joining, Sarah. It was so wonderful to have you. And people can find your skincare on what was your website? www by sarahlondon.com and you can find us on social media at by sarah london but thank you so much for having me you're so welcome and it's definitely also for men as well as women so absolutely try it out thank you thank you alice so much for tuning into the wildlife podcast today i hope you enjoyed today's episode with the amazing sarah if you are interested in the brand then the website is in the show notes if you are enjoying the podcast then please hit subscribe and download all the episodes now so i can continue to bring you more amazing guests from around the world and keep you calm and stress-free at this very strange time stay tuned